Hello unicorns, welcome back to another episode of Stop and Fangirl. I am Lara and I'm here with Lenny and Lizzie. Um, and it's the sequel that you've all been waiting for and with bated breath. We're going to be talking about the things that kept us sane or are keeping us sane um, during this pandemic. And to lead us in this conversation is Linnae. Thanks, Lara. Hi. Um, so this year has been rough, of course, but we have found plenty of things to keep us distracted and keep us, um, you know, sane in a time that has been feeling a lot like insanity. So, um, I want to dive right into it and kind of give people recommendations if they're at the point where they're like, they feel like they've move through all of the things that they could possibly do like everybody's done their bed bread breaking bread break bread bread breaking bread baking (laughs) say it fast and make me feel better about myself bread baking bread baking bread Bread baking bread baking how are you doing that (laughs) i even gonna cry bread bread break bread break (laughs) anyways everybody's done their bread baking and um their crafts and all that kind of stuff um so they might be at like the end of the rope thinking that they don't have anything to watch or do or uh whatever else so um let's start with have you developed any weird hobbies that maybe somebody might find interest in (laughs) Lyra probably got all artsy on us um so now I I have exercised a bit more, but not weird. Um, right. But not like a weird hobby. Lyra has now paints and whatever. Like, let's do yeah. it, Lyra. Talk about this shit. So I do embroidery. Uh, I have like a whole setup. I also started doing painting. I, I got some canvases. I got some um, painter's tape. I went crazy on the... Um, on the canvas and just put a bunch of painters tape down and I had a really great fun time flicking the paintbrush that had white paint on it to make stars. It was very satisfying. If you just want to do that, it's really, really satisfying. But yeah, crafting and painting, it really has helped. Can I ask you how expensive it was to get into the painting hobby for somebody who might be on a budget? The painting hobby isn't as expensive because you can have the basic colors and mix them together. And if you just want to do something fun, you could do basic acrylic paints. And you could get a set of the core colors that you need off of Amazon. You could get like a a pack of canvas from Amazon. Um, The paints that I got, it was like 20 paints. It was about 20 bucks, so each of them about a dollar. Um... You can mix it and make endless colors. And there are websites that tell you, hey, if you bought this brand and you want to make this color, we'll show you how to do it and how much you got to put in, which is great. You don't have to go buy a bajillion colors. Canvases, most of them are really good. You don't have to get something expensive. You could go to the dollar store and find canvas. Um, and really? brushes, mm-hmm. And brushes as well. And painters, uh, the brushes were honestly like $5.00. The canvases, a pack of 12 was about $12. And I just use a regular cup to like have my paints and everything like that. It really was not that expensive. So you don't have to go to town. I feel like a lot of times when you see like you want to get creative 
everything's really, really, really expensive. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to go to town and get, like, the blackest black, which is really, really fucking expensive. And you should probably look that up. If you haven't, go on YouTube and look up the blackest black. It absorbs light so well that it just looks like a black hole. It's amazing. Is that is that the guy, though, that is in a feud with the other guy about mm-hmm. the color pink? Yeah, they're, they're in a feud And over, he's trying like, to patent it? Like, come on. He's trying to, like, keep people from being able to use his color, right? Yeah. The other guy keeps uh, trying to make it free for everybody and art-free. And I love that kind of sassiness. Yeah, fuck it. Make it free. I wish I knew what you guys were talking about. <laughs> uh, you don't it's just need a to patented know. color also a lot of times when like I, I feel like people want to get into crafty stuff but they don't know where to start uh there's so many helpful posts out there um i did one recently for the mary sue on how to start with em- embroidery and you don't have to do delicate pretty little things you could write fuck a duck in embroidery on your hoop do it or don't smoke like or do drugs in my bathroom stitch it out put it in your bathroom give it as a present i made julio lizzie's boyfriend an embroidery project that was a poop emoji made out of flowers it was stunning it was but also she she always says things like you can't do this if you can't do these things it's fine i can't either yeah if you can't do it it's cool there are so many lyra can do things we can't she thinks they're easy. It's a lot. Like today, I took two recycling bins that we got, and I wrote paper and plastic, and then put all these flowers around it with a Sharpie, and I was like, this looks nice, but it was pretty is- easy. But I didn't say that to Lizzie, because she'd be like, it's not easy. Easy's Just- relative when you're yeah. lacking any sort of ability. But with- sometimes you could fuck around if you just want to, like, do hand painting, like, go for it if you just want to like mess up your clothes stitch some stuff like it doesn't have to be pretty i think i really want to do something with paints i think that'd be fun and if you fail the first time it's okay how are we friends you keep coming around and you won't leave <laughs> us alone oh uh, so it's just my persistence <laughs> that keeps this friendship yes. alive <laughs> yes I'm glad that I'm glad that you know now because it's been a little awkward not being able to say anything. <laughs> oh, started doing origami too. Origami, super chill. You could buy a pack of like five hundred sheets of origami for like ten bucks. Do YouTube videos, anything that you want to do crafty. Don't like just go to YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna skip Lizzie on this one. Um, thank you i appreciate i appreciate yeah you're welcome besides you know like the only thing i've really been doing as far as like hobbies that aren't like writing and all that stuff is exercising but that's boring to talk about but you've been going on nice walk yeah but linny doesn't uh write as a hobby so just let's let's be clear linny makes writing almost like a job She's like, so she can't put that as a hobby because it could be a hobby. Oh my god, am I realizing I have no hobbies? This is sort of maybe this uh, is the you gave yourself an intervention with this podcast. (laughs) I hope you know. Oh my god, but I like writing. Yeah, but it's not the way you treat it. It's not. It's not a hobby. 
so what if I've written three books during the past year? That's none of your business. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is my business when I end up reading them. <laughs> well, that's true. So you do let it work and I have to read them. Not that I'm complaining, but so that makes it my business. Right, right, right. I could see that. That's fair. Um, so yeah, I guess the point of the beginning of this podcast is that I need a hobby. And maybe Lizzie does too, but like not an artistic one. So what do we think? You could just start singing as a hobby. No, I'm very bad at singing. You don't have to be good at it. Yeah, there are plenty of people that aren't good at it. And they make millions. Hobbies, hobbies are for your enjoyment and your peace of mind and like meditation. They're not for you to be good at it or sell things or whatever. Yeah, but like you, I don't know, you gotta like singing. You don't like it? I love singing, and I am not good at it. Yeah. We could talk about music. No, we can't. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's use this as a segue. Thank you, Lara. You're welcome. Um, what are some new people who have surprised you musically this past year and people who you spiraled on? Go. Lizzie should go first. Lizzie, go ahead. Or just <laughs> music. You have to have listened to music that kept you sick. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like music questions because I don't listen to music and like I only listen to music if I already know there's a specific or someone's talking about this like I don't I don't I don't listen to radio and I don't listen to random songs um so when did I'm, Julian the Phantoms come out say that I mean yeah well I listen to soundtracks like when Julian yeah. Phantoms came out last year I listened to that soundtrack a lot I do. I've listened to the um, covers on Soy's playlist, for example, a lot. There um, you go. I, I use it. I use it, I listen to those kind of music, See, and then I listen to the same like musical um, playlist kind of thing, which is the same musicals. Okay, but like, I get the musical thing, but like for Zoe's playlist, what's the difference? Because they're all popular songs right is it just that the actors are doing it but like i mean there's still popular songs that you might listen to like on the radio yeah it's just i'm not the type to go looking for them like this happened to me before well like at the height of american idol or something they'd be they cover a song and i'd be like oh you know that song i actually like it and then i'd go look for it but i wouldn't have gone looking for it in by myself so it's not that i don't like music it's that i am not like never interested yeah, never have a mood where I'm like, I'm going to go looking for music. But if the music right. is there and then it catches my attention for some reason, I might go looking for it. Or if everyone's talking about it, like the most of the reasons I've listened to Taylor Swift in general is like it becomes Taylor Swift day. And I was like, okay, so I guess I got to go listen to Taylor Swift today. Uh, and then you like the songs <laughs> or you don't, but you sort of, the internet carry you to that point. Um, sure. Uh, but in general, I don't, there's never a mood, a mood, there's never a point. I'm not like, oh, this, I'm gonna go look for music. I don't even do like that thing Spotify does where they're like recommends you music based on your taste. Never click on that thing. I only really? click on, never, I only click on my playlist. I don't want to discover songs. Uh, uh, oh my God. So I'm very like, t- like today I was out and I was singing a song that was on, on, on the speakers. And Julia turned to me and was like, you know that song? 
because that's something you're so for you to know. And I was like, yeah, they covered it on Soy's Playbus in season one. <laughs> I, I had actually, your shoulder off. <laughs> I had actually never, never heard the original. What is the song? What is it? Yeah. It's called Happier, the duet that Jessica and Simon do in season one. Bye. Oh, I heard that. I don't know by who. I know what the song is called, and then I didn't recognize the original person singing it. So I I don't know by who sings Ed it. Sharan? Oh, Mar- no. Marshmallow. 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 Yeah. Bastille and Marshmallow. That's a good song. I, I don't think I've heard it. I didn't. Uh, if I, I wouldn't have known it if they hadn't covered it on, on Zoe's playlist. I'm going to send it to you afterwards, Lenny. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to me. Okay. So that segues into Lyra, who has discovered probably 100 million artists in the past year that no one has heard of. Go ahead. Look, first of all, I'm really proud of all the music talk that Lizzie did. It was inspiring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I fucking love music. That recommendation tag or whatever like that they have, that's my jam. That's yep. my jam all the time. I'll take one song like um, Mad at Disney. I love that song. Discovered it off of TikTok because that's that's where you find stuff. Um, that's where I found a lot of artists through TikTok. They'll do mm-hmm. like a bunch of videos. The song will become really, really popular and they don't get in it. They had um, the song Daisy that kept popping up everywhere. And then I looked it up and this is lady called Ashniko. And she is a hot damn mess, but I love her. I love her so much. She writes empowering songs about female bodies and consent. Um, What's your favorite song? Um, recommend a, recommend it to our listeners. Recommend a song? Oh my god. Okay, Daisy is definitely a good song. Um... Slumber Party is also a good song. She talks about giving a uh, another female head. Very casual <laughs> about it. Um, oh my god, what is that song that I really like? I, I sent it to you the other day. Give me a second, hold on. Um, you sent me a bunch, and then I let it autoplay, so I have no idea. I'm like blanking out real hard right now. How dare I? Okay, well, you look it up. And then I will talk about me because it's my favorite subject. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I found it. Wait, wait, wait. Did Soda just go up your nose, Lizzie? She just looked like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, what is it? It's called Hi, It's Me. And it's it's basically her stopping herself from texting her ex-boyfriend. Um... And just being like, fuck it. Let that bitch go. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to be your best friend. Uh, but her song about consent um, was so damn good. It's called Invitation. Um, you should check that out. Hi, it's me and Invitation. Okay. Um, is there anybody else? Or is that like the main one that you want That's to That's the love? main one that I can remember right now. Um, but I've been exploring more Spanish music. So mm. like... Again, I find music off of TikTok that people use in the back of the videos. And then I look it up and there's some classic songs that I can't name them right now. But I have them on. Like, she YouTube. feels bad. 
she feels bad because she saw one of those TikToks where they're like, every Latino listens to this song and starts singing it, and she couldn't. So she felt personally offended. So now I she's not feel personally offended. I'm, I'm joking. Like it. It's called a joke. <laughs> Hashtag Lizzie is joking for those of you who missed that. <laughs> I was like, did I forget that? Was I offended? No, you just had a moment where you were like, do you? She sent me a, a TikTok and she's like, do you actually know the song? And I was like, yes, everyone knows that song. She's like, I don't know that song. And I was like, yes, because you don't listen to music in Spanish. But because the TikTok was one of those, every Latino, like, you can't stop yourself from listen to, from singing this song. So I played it, and yeah, I knew, like, I don't even know. Like, it's one of those songs you just know. It exists in the general consciousness. Right. <laughs> it's like in all the stores that you go into, and you don't even, like, hear it anymore. Also, I feel like a bougie bitch having, like, Spotify premium, but I can't go back to those days where I couldn't download my music. Right. I feel like a bougie bitch for being on your family plan <laughs> and not paying for it. It's amazing because I get it for free. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. But yeah, go for the discovery tag. I'm telling you, you're welcome. Have you discovered um, any cool stuff? I have been more into um, Korean K-pop than I thought I would be, but I don't actually really? know the names of anybody. Yeah, like, um, I know Blackpink, which they're good. I watched their documentary, and that's how I found them. Um, I enjoy their music. And the the rapper that's in that group is legit. Um, but they all sing really well. And then, of course, BTS. Um, and then I don't know the names of anybody else. But I don't know. I really, I really enjoy just... Yeah, I enjoy just, like you said, getting on Spotify and letting it just play and just jam into it. Um, How do you feel about their new song? I think it's called Butter. I don't know if I've heard it yet. I ha- I haven't been playing music the past little while. Past, like, four days. You must embrace more music. I do. I listen to it all the time. I just have it past, like, week. I didn't know that you were into K-pop like this. First the shows, then the music. Have Okay, question. <laughs> Have you been like like are you recognizing words now? Um, I'm a little bit knowing some things. Yeah. Uh, you might as well start learning the language. Screw it, do it. Yeah. I want to. I think that'd be cool. I mean, but that's I think something I need to to do in the I panty. think I need to learn Spanish first. Because I have people who are in my life. None of you. But that they speak Spanish and they're really important to me. And I would like to be able to communicate to them in that their original language, you know? So. I guess Spanish is cool. I guess. Right. But um, I wanted to ask you, though, do you have any um, Spanish pop music? Because I'd listen to that that you could recommend. Uh, yes. Hmm. Cause I'm, entire, very, I'm very interested in what she's going to say. Look, Spotify <laughs> has a playlist for everything. So I subscribe to pop music in Spanish. And there's some real good stuff in there. So I just add it to my like playlist. And I keep going and keep going and going. And I don't remember their names. But if you want to like discover new music. If you want to learn a language. 
music is the way to go. So I think if you're investing, like, yes, invest in Spanish because, you know, you have those strangers in your life that know mm-hmm. Spanish. But if you're investing time in K-pop and you're learning, psh, that would be so valuable to know and just so cool to know. But yeah. you haven't said a name, so you don't have a name. For the don't song. Yeah, she she just <sighs> uh, walked her way out of that corner, didn't she? <laughs> awesome. She shimmied and shaked. She did like the only that. people that, the only people that I know is um, Shakira really, and then Little Mix has a song called Bailamos. Yeah, Shakira is a very good. Shakira has like many years of music though. Sure, like, yeah. Ma- many, many, whatever you want. Like you want pop, you want more rock, whatever. Shakira did it. Just give her a a, a time frame, and she did like most things. So she's not a bad person to start with right so um let's transition away from music but it's lizzie's favorite topic yeah yeah let's go to lizzie's actual favorite topic and let's talk about tv and any shows since the last time we've done this podcast that you've watched so what did we say the last time we thought stuff that stuff that happened in the summer fall and winter Think of that. But when is summer? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> think of things from June to April. I don't actually know if I thought, because I, I watched 12 Monkeys after that. I don't actually remember if I said it in the previous podcast. Like, I know the first thing I watched in the during the pandemic was French, um, which was okay. I mean, I enjoyed it when I was watching it. Um it wasn't, I mean, it was okay in the X-Files way. Like, I enjoyed the show while I was watching it, so I did the same with X-Files. With a little separation, there are a lot of plot points. I'm like, <laughs> but, 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 but there were some good moments enough to be enjoyable. Um, it especially suffers because I watched Little Monkeys afterwards, and I think Little Monkeys is a much better show, and it's, well rounded and it goes full circle. So I've now I've poor French is just compared to Twelve Monkeys and it pales in comparison. Um it is a little unfair, but that's what happens. Then after that I watched I mean I don't know the things that were coming out. I watched uh Soy's playlist which we did a, a podcast about. Um and you should watch like season one and then forget about season two to let answer. <laughs> season one is very good. Um, and then we all sort of watched New Amsterdam. I watched, we all also did a podcast about that. I watched New Amsterdam during the pandemic. Um, and, um, sort of. Shadow and Bone? Fell in love. Well, yeah, but like I watched Bridgerton too. That came out first. And I watched Shadow and Bone. And then Lucifer, like the last season that came out in August, the first part. And then the second part is coming out. In fact, uh, Julio and I did a Lucifer rewatch. So I actually watched the entirety of Lucifer um, before, after the, the that podcast we recorded, because he sort of wanted to, I, I think we watched it together, sort of like, since Lucifer was a Fox show, and then it went to Netflix, we might have watched it like, maybe not together, and then there were some episodes that he might have missed, whatever. So he was like, let's do a, a full watch and then lucifer is a show that sometimes serves as like the comedy break because it's a procedural show 
So they're they're solving crimes and it's funny at times. So well no, it's funny ninety-five percent of the time because he's just emotionally whew, got issues like that needs to be solved. But it's funny, you know, in a way. It's uh so we we watch that together. Um, and then all the Marvel shows that I think we well you guys didn't watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I did. Yep. Um we we all watch uh WandaVision. Um Yep. I don't I don't I don't particularly believe the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is nearly as good as WandaVision. Um but it was still sort of entertaining in, in a way. It it was at least it <coughs> caused a conversation. Like even for the things I didn't like, it was something to talk about um, weekly. Um, but yeah, like watch Bridgerton or watch uh, Shadow of Bone, which are very, two very different shows, but those are better than The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Is there like one thing that you think that, because a lot of the things I feel like you mentioned are very popular. Is there something that you can think of that you watched that maybe has gone under the radar? That you would like to suggest people watch? Um, okay, so why don't you? Because you drew just just threw this at me. Well, and then so why don't you just <laughs> throw it at you? You should have been prepared, Lizzie. Lizzie, yeah, but, listen. But there, there is a thing like this is what I've been teaching Oliver. You can say no. I and mean, say, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> no, but I can probably come up with something if you like. If I think about it, so Lyra can right. start talking. While I think, and if I don't, can't find anything off the top of my head, then that's fine. But Lyra can talk. We will change the subject. Okay. All right. Lyra. <laughs> okay. So I definitely watched Bridgerton, definitely Shadow and Bone, uh, started devouring, like devouring New Amsterdam. Um, but I kind of have jumped into some crappy reality TV, like blown Ooh, away. I kind of like that. Blown away. That's not crappy. It's not crappy. What are you talking about? It's supposed about? to be crappy reality TV, like with no. like air quotes. But blown away. So much fun. It's a glass blowing show. They got two seasons on Netflix. It is so chill. Nothing happens that's bad. Like, you need a yeah. chill show? Boom. Yeah. Except for this latest season has a guy who, like, is it's annoying. So annoying. Yes. He's very annoying. He's a know it all. What the, the hell are you guys watching? Look, and then there's <laughs> Nailed It, that the baking show. And then I started watching recently Nailed It, Mexico. Um, I saw, like, an episode of that. It wasn't really my jam, so. My Spanish practice, I've been learning things. I was okay with it. I was like, let's do this. Um, it is a show for, like, 10-year-olds. And I was like, I could watch this and be okay with it. <laughs> you're, you're watching MasterChef too, right? Oh yeah, MasterChef, man. I don't know, Gordon Ramsay. I love watching MasterChef, but then also MasterChef Junior because Gordon Ramsay is like, "You're you know, you're an idiot. This thing is so raw. It could still be alive and all this stuff." But when he does MasterChef Junior, he's like, "It's okay. You tried your best." This is amazing. Um, let's let's work on the next step. And you're like, oh my god. It'd be kind of fun if he reversed the two, though. I'd like to see that. <laughs> I mean, sometimes in um in, in the regular Master Chef, he like stops and he's like, 
hey, this is not the right thing to do. Um, and sometimes you could see that they connect with specific uh, contestants and they'll be like, even though you didn't win, if you ever want to come to my restaurant and train in it, I will give you that. And I don't know about you, but that's a win. Yeah. So that's a job. Yeah, that's a job opportunity. So that's a job. So yeah, yeah. I've been watching reality, I love reality TV. TV. Yeah. Um, and it's been really, really nice. Um, but yeah, then oh my god, what's the other trashy one that I've been watching? The Circle. Oh no, not the Circle. Oh. Too hot to handle. Oh my god. A bunch of people on an island and they're supposed to be beautiful people. Sexy people. And apparently you could win $100,000 if you don't sex it up with anybody or don't even kiss. I'd be fine. I'd be sitting <laughs> at the beach really? with a book. Yeah, that's it. That's... <laughs> That's the whole premise is, like, do they not know asexual people exist? Yeah, but, like, they do. The the way they do casting, they got to make sure, like. Yeah, they, that's they when you lie. Sure. You just. And it gets better. Alexa, this thing like Alexa basically, like, warns them and stuff like that and gives them rules and stuff like that. So they're separated in this beach house. Alexa's giving them instructions. Sometimes they kiss each other, and then when you kiss each other, it costs specific amounts, and they'll deduct it from the total. And then Alexa will be like, $1,000 has been deducted from the bank. And they'll be like, what? Who did it? Who kissed? And they're like, oh, I couldn't control myself. I would have been fine. I would be like, yeah. you guys are stupid. That's $100,000. Don't even look at me. Right. Which is why Dang. you wouldn't have been cast. They would have, right. like, stalked you. I should have acted. No. Like, I would go in casting, be a big ass, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get it on with anybody. Uh, yeah, but they would have found this podcast and they would have seen through <laughs> <laughs> We'll delete uh, it in solidarity. Yeah. Just for you, so you can get a hundred thousand dollars and give me ten percent. Twenty percent? Can we twenty percent? Oh, by the way, the one the girl from Too Hot to Handle now, I guess she's a reality celebrity. She's on the Circle season two, and I started watching that show. It's a piece of garbage, but it was very entertaining. God. But you At just said point, you haven't watched The Circle. Like, it, this right, is- right, watched, right, right. No, I haven't watched Circle Season 1. I watched one episode of Circle Season 2 because I saw that they had the girl from Too Hot to Handle. And I was like, this is some messy shit. I would watch this. So that's on your list of, I need my brains to rot out. Let's watch this later. Yeah. Okay. Lizzie, have you watched any reality TV or is that just not... No, uh, I watched Love is Blind at the beginning of the pandemic. I think we talked about that. Uh, but that was um, peer pressure a little. Like, it was a, it was dramatic, but I watched it mostly because Lyra and my sister, and, like, everyone was watching it. I don't it made me believe a- in love. Okay, good for you. Um, but I don't watch. My reality TV is the, the only one I actually really watch. Most of the time, it's The Amazing Race. Um, what about The Bachelor? So, uh, yeah, I watch some of it, but it's not something that I really like. Like the the Bachelor is hate watching. Yeah, and I only which I don't it, I don't understand. <laughs> I only watched it when we had when we were uh, writing about it, so someone had to. So I hate watch it, but I don't. Okay. 
I don't enjoy That makes it. more sense. Right. So I had to write about it, so I would hate watch it. Or like I would play it and I'd be doing other things and then you look up and you're like, What the hell is happening in this show? Why am I watching it? Um I have watched like uh some of The Bachelor before my sister but I only watch The Bachelor under very specific circumstances. First, I wait till the season is over and check if the people are actually together, if they're awful or not, and then I decide if this is a level of hate watching I can actually, like, you know, consume. Um, I watched this season, we watched uh, because um, we were writing about it, and uh, I never want to write about it again. Just watching it weekly, it was torture. It's like, I don't... I mean, it wasn't torture in the sense that I didn't care, so I guess I was good. But it was still very baffling. Uh, so no, I like the Amazing Race. Like at least, I it's fun to see like different places. Yeah, you get to see the world. I honestly can't remember when I binged that. If it was, I d- I don't have. It was it the summer it's, last year. The, the problem is that that Lydia is trying to make us do like a part two of something. That happened in a specific place of time where time has not existed. So yeah. since time time is a very weird construct <laughs> in the past year. So then he's like, when did you do that? And who the hell knows? From March of last year to May of this year, it's been like, it's still March, but it's somehow December. And at the same time, it's May of 2021. I don't know when I did anything. So it feels like I haven't moved in a year. So I don't know. Well, you haven't. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say anything, but yeah. So um, <laughs> no, yeah, you're I right. Have, it's yeah, I, you literally have. <laughs> I, I was literally, I, I was actually gonna say that one thing I um, that came to mind when you said that it might have flown under the radar is a Netflix show that was canceled and with an E. I really, really adored. I mean, it was it was canceled, quote unquote. Like, I mean, they could have done more seasons. It's not one of those. I mean, it hurts because I think the show is doing really good things. And when a show is doing really good things, the cancellations always hurt. But Anne with an e is based on the Anne of Green Gable series. So it's not like I don't know what happened later. Like, I can jump from that to, to the book and be like, oh, okay, this is what happened. And I've read the books before. So. Did they cancel it before Anne got with? No, they canceled it with Gilbert. No, they just yeah, like got exactly. it together. They they got like a kiss, and that was like it. And they uh, they canceled it, which is sad because the the young actors had a lot of chemistry, and that's one of the the one of my old TVs. Like from when I was a kid, like I read the books pretty young, and I was like, oh, Gilbert Blythe is like one of the top um, old, uh, uh, book crushes of many of us um so i i i think it was sad because of that but i think the show is still worth it it has three seasons on and it's on netflix and it's an easy watch and emotional watch and it's a family show it was good i think it's really good i'm also trying to remember if i watched avatar earlier the pandemic or not and i do not remember but i watched all of Avatar, The Last Airbender, and The Legend of Korra. Um, and I really recommend Avatar, at least. Korra is a... Uh, How um, dare you! Uh, Korra, 
course we're, not. we're not starting this fight. We're not starting this fight. There's not a fight. It is a like fact that Cora is not as good as Avatar. I know. I'm just warning Lyra. She's got that shit looking like she's going to stir some shit up. Uh, got it. No look on Cora, my face. Cora has um, a very good ship, but it comes around in season four. You have to wait a lot for it, and they don't even give you that much. So just like go read the comics or something if you care about Cora Sama. Like, it's not even that. You have to watch the show to get the background. You can't just enter the comics like nothing. Of course you can. Don't give them bad advice. Of course you can. Like, you don't have to watch things you are not going to enjoy. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Liz's opinion is an opinion, just like mine is. Oh, really? I thought that's what this (laughs) podcast was about, giving our opinion. Anyways, no. <laughs> so what was your like? Let's do movies and then maybe TikToks. So movies, movies. Yeah. Have we watched movies? I have not gone to the theater in what. I've watched a movie. What? Yeah, you. Like, I don't know what movie I watched. They can they can be older movies that you just like comfort watched. I watched Sleepless in Seattle, and <sighs> you've got Mail. Sleepless in Seattle is boring. Sure. Boring. Fight. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that they had um, the they had a joke in there that I think it was about um, hermaphrodites or transgender people. It was really terrible. I I didn't catch it as a kid, and I rewatched it. I was like, that is just horrible. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't rewatched it in ages. I think that's. The, probably the the one I like the least of the Meg Ryan Tom Hanks movies uh, because you I, got I mail find makes it me angry. No, you got mail is fun. I think like the end got me angry. Why? She's supposed to be with him and be totally cool after everything that happened with her business and like. I mean, no, yes. no, I don't care how cute you think you look, Tom Hanks. I mean, it's still more engaging as a movie than Sleepless in Seattle. Because the whole Sleepless in Seattle thing is like they're apart three quarters of the movie. Not do not care. True. I never watched it. Do not care. Well, look, I got some movies. You got some movies because you're the only one that's watched movies. Like, I'm trying to think, but I can't. I watched the Love and Monsters one. I watched that one. No, well, we did we, podcast about it, so. Yeah, we watched those ones. Um, well, we all, yeah, we all did. We watch, um, the only things on my Netflix that say watch again that are movies that I have apparently rewatched are, um, Leap Year and The Old Guard. Those are apparently- The Old movies. Guard was so good! Uh, apparently the only yeah. movies I've rewatched. Which we talked about, I think, before. So, and, uh, To All the Boys, Part have we just talked about everything on the podcast that we watched this year? No, are we I just, got things. Are we recapping the season? That's what we're doing. This is a season recap. Thanks season for listening, recap. everyone. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. I watched the Zack Schneider cut of the Justice League. That was surprisingly yeah, good. Lyra made me watch the the first Justice League, the Joss Whedon one with her. It was yeah, because I needed again. for comparison's sake. Her sacrifice was. Duly noted. Duly noted, but not appreciated. Oh, appreciated. 
very much even, appreciated. It was even more painful the second time around because I already knew it was bad. But it was good to compare because I got screeners for it. So, like, I watched it and then two seconds it afterwards, was, I went to watch it. It wasn't good to compare it. For me, it wasn't good. Yeah, it was good to compare it and be like, they did this, they did that. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't really like Zack Schneider and uh, he's got a new movie coming out that <laughs> um, but that the Justice League one was good. Um, also, Godzilla vs. Kong. Come on. The only movie that matters. Only Ever? movie. Ever. Okay. Like in existence? Like, well, have maybe you the, seen maybe the Ninja Godzilla Turtles? Movie? The Turtles? Yes, they are scary. The Turtles are scary. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They're scary? Oh my god, they used to scare me so much because all the prosthetics and everything. I was like, oh my god, if I saw that in a sewer, I would run. That's not a turtle, that's a demon. I mean, I feel like most people probably would because it's a man-sized turtle. I don't think anyone would be, like, <laughs> chill about it in, like, real life. <laughs> I, I don't think that you're, like, the exception to that rule, Lyra. <laughs> but look... Big monster movies, Godzilla throwing it down with King Kong. It was epic. And then a robot Godzilla appeared. It was everything I've wanted in life. There was a team up. They also had that. Okay, you know that moment in movies where like two people look at each other and they give like the little head nod. That's kind of what Godzilla and King Kong did. So it was great. And then they got married. They didn't get married. Godzilla was like, look. Uh. Call me anytime that you need something. I'm going to go and do my stuff. And Kong's like, well, look, I'll be in the center of the world. Um, if you need me, give me a call. So they they ended up being best friends forever. And maybe not lovers in the night. <laughs> not lovers. Even though there were articles saying Godzilla and Kong just need a kiss already. And I'm like, stop. No. <laughs> no. Oh, but, um... It was fun, and it was really, really fun telling Lizzie about the movie and basically, like, explaining to her in the same way that I explained to you. Like, at one point, like, Godzilla makes, like, a hole into the, like, center of the universe or whatever. And That's a talent. Yeah, look, he basically goes... (laughs) Kong, I heard you've been talking shit about me. Where you at? And Kong's like, what? What'd you say to me? And then they just start smack talking each other for a while, basically just yelling at each other, and then they fight. Wait, they can okay. they can talk? This is my interpretation of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm imagining <laughs> like an anime Godzilla moving its mouth like, <laughs> what'd you say? This <laughs> was so good. So well, I'm good. glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and it made me, like, it made me want to, like, get into a giant robot and, like, fight things, just like Pacific Rim did. Okay. So, I feel like that's probably it for movies, um, because I can't think of any other ones I watched. Books! Um, well, we're getting long, so maybe just end it on one thing, TikTok, books, movies, TV, whatever, that you want people to check out. Ruira has a book. I got it in my hands. I have a book, too. Do you have it in your hands? Where is it? No, I don't have it in my hands. We're in a pandemic. I I didn't order actual physical books. I I, have it on my computer. Look, if you're going to look for a cute rom-com for the summer, 
um, that has POC representation, trans representation. Uh, you should check out Meet Cute Diary by Emery Lee. So nice. Understands its tropes. Um, and the character is really likable. And it, it's basically a pretend relationship. Like if you were to go to AO3, it would be like fake relationship the tag that's what it would be and you'd be like yes i'm gonna read this okay. so it's like soft and sweet and everything nice yeah and people helping each other like what people helping each other and, and it's basically a story that wants to prove that just because like you're trans you like you're gonna find love it's out there that the possibility is there i, I really liked the message behind the book anybody can fall in love and that's inspiring and just like i can't if i loved it and it made me feel things i can't imagine somebody transgender reading it and being like this, this you know I'm, yeah i'm lovable i'm worthy of love mm -hmm. right. everybody deserves to feel that okay lizzie recommendation oh um, yeah top yes down. read six of crows uh don't read chat and bone Watch the show, forget about the other two books, wait for the show to do them. Uh, but skip all of that and go straight to book four, Six of Crows, which is basically a heist book. A really fun heist book with six main characters with like a found family. Um, in so you, like it's a duology, it's Six of Crows, uh, the next book is Book of Kingdom. Um, they're both very good, especially as if you want to follow the ship part of it. Um, but it's basically a book about sort of the people that society sort of forgets um, and how those people sometimes have to band together and sometimes they don't necessarily fall in the right side of the law. But um, and it's also a book that I think, I think basically is a book about you owning your trauma and owning your bad parts and like sometimes the parts of you that are broken are not actually bad like you can still be broken and still be still make something of yourself whatever you can be a gang leader it's fine if you try hard enough um but yeah it has some of uh it has very good characters um and just one of my favorite odvs in recent uh, entertainment in general um in the, which i guess you would classify as a slow burn like very 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 slow uh but that's fine you'll probably enjoy it and if you don't there's fake okay uh i guess the one thing that i would say that i've really loved is um the show called Romance is a Bonus Book, and um, it's soft and sweet, and I related to the main character probably more than some might, um, and it, it starts off with her just having a really bad fucking year, just terrible year, unemployed, divorced, homeless, um, so she as the story progresses she kind of learns to rely on the people around her and to open up and it's got um friends to lovers slow burn sweet 
sweet characters, everybody who it's like that found family thing too. And, um, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those, those TV shows that feels like a hug and it's got really beautiful dialogue and really beautiful moments of like, it's really artsy in a way, but like they say things that kind of hit you like right in the feels in a way that you wouldn't have expected. Um, so yeah, but it is a Korean drama. So if subtitles aren't your thing, then yeah. If, if reading isn't your thing, <laughs> if you have trouble reading. <laughs> if entertainment isn't your thing. Right. I don't, I don't really understand people who don't like subtitles. I don't get it. Um, but. I mean, yeah, if you can read them, uh, I don't, I don't understand. Like, it, it's one of those things, like, I have ADD and when I watch things, I'm always doing something else. Like, New Amsterdam is on, I'm writing, or I'm, like, stretching, or I'm, like, like, I'm never just fully invested. The thing about this show is because you don't speak the language, or at least I don't speak the language, um, you have to focus on it. You have to be present in it. And it made me be present in a way that I, I'm not normally, and it heightened my enjoyment of it quite a bit. I love it. Okay, so that's our long-winded way of saying that this is probably going to be the last podcast of the season, yeah, because we always end in May, so we are happy that you have stayed with us for this pandemic, and we appreciate you, um, you know, dealing with our shortened season and the fewer episodes and staying by us and listening to us, um, We love you very much, and we'll see you next season. And that's it for this episode and this season of Stopping Fangirl, everyone. Uh, You can find us, as always, on Twitter at Stopping Fangirl 3 and everywhere else at Stopping Fangirl. And we will see you, maybe not soon, but we will see you when we see you. (laughs) Bye, unicorns.